especially, which is Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Oh, that's what it is. When we, <laughs> which is when we stole this place. Of course, yeah. Um, I just want to be extra mindful of some of the people that we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Number one, the UCB Theater, where mm-hmm. you are. You're there right now. Did you need to know? Yeah. And then also Hannah, who produces a show with us, who's amazing Hannah. over there. And Ryan, who is a founder of the show and producer, and who introduces us every week with, I would say, the most primal yell yeah, yeah, yeah. that any comic walks even, out might to. Might even be a yop. <laughs> well, okay, so this audience doesn't get us yet. All right. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. We're gonna. We're. I'm not worried about it. We're very good at our jobs. Um, there's a bunch of comics in back, and they can hear you. Let's let's applaud. Let's, let's clap for them. Clap for hands. <laughs> And a nice sold-out show, feeling good about it. And um, how are you doing today? I'm all right. Yeah, what's going on? I don't know. Little, little 5 p.m. coffee? Yeah, 5 p.m. coffee, 5 feeling great. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't here last week because I was still recovering um, yeah. from our world ending. But um, um, but do you I'm, feel like you're I'm back? Ma- yeah, I mean, I'm wearing a hat and a full duck outfit, so no, I'm good. Um... So we'll see. What were you going through last week? Just, were you, I was here. What were you doing? <laughs> I mean, I just realized I never asked you what you were doing while I was here. I, I don't even remember what I was doing. Hmm. I think I maybe watched Insecure to try to feel like a person. Oh, yeah, that's a good show. It's a great, great show. I really like it a lot. And, you watch and it, you seen it. last week, we had Langston Kermit on the show, and he's... Yeah, yeah. On the show, Insecure. On the show. He's in the so show. So I also kind of watched Insecure. Yeah. In a very live sort of a way. Yeah, yeah. Like a second screen yeah. experience. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well. I don't know. I was just in a, in, a, in, a, in a deep, deep depression. And then I got out of it. Just one of those mild little couple. Were you, five uh, dayers. You, can I ask you? Were you in a. Uh, it was a business week kind of a. Depression, you know, a little bit of a Parliament funkadelic. Just a bit, just a bit. Um, well, an electoral collage of sadness. <laughs> oh, that's what gets you. <laughs> I'm actually upset. <laughs> well, it's the electoral college, so you should be. <laughs> 
antiquated. Um, I think we switched. I think we switched zones because you are feeling better. I think this week. I guess. Yeah. And I'm feeling worse this week. Why? Well, because <laughs> because we have different ways of processing emotions. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different. What? Do you wanna, I wear hats? Do you want to describe? <laughs> do you want to describe each other's ways of processing emotions, or do you want to describe our own? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Why don't we describe each other's and you go first? Why don't you stop going this behind? This is what me? I always when do. When am I ever going to convince you that we need to be in a line? We're in a line. Do we need to explain how we process depression differently? I think we just did. <laughs> say mm-hmm. immediately feel things yeah, yeah, yeah right away just immediately and a lot outside <laughs> of your body oh of my body not like i go outside and then i'm like i'm feeling <laughs> no i think Leave. when a sad thing happens you cry <laughs> and get small uh-huh. and you say i'm sad it's honestly a weird way, I think, to process emotion. <laughs> Super weird. Because when I'm sad, I... Start working. Do nothing about you it. Or like, I have to go for a run! And then you're like, I'm gonna go work for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Well, okay, here's why these are good ideas. Number one, if you go for a run, the sadness stays but behind you. Yeah. You could get away from it with fast yeah, yeah. movement and work and energy yeah you can yes. smash it down and tell a joke about it uh-huh. so that you don't feel it <laughs> yeah. and other things you can do are constantly delete your social media and then <laughs> realize that your job requires you to have social media to yeah. like promote stuff that you do and then re-add it and then you delete it again and, and then, then come out and, for your and then and then and then say to you, why did you make me get on my phone? <laughs> Which is a way that I process with emotions. <laughs> so slightly um, different ways of processing. Yeah. I have, I, well, I had a couple good therapy sessions. Awesome. Where I realized that I have to focus on me. Yes. Because that's what I can control. Yes. <laughs> to my special uh, homeopathic chiropractor that I go to who does believe in chemtrails but also really fixes my back. What does he think? Wait, he believes in chemtrails. I mean, I believe in them in that they exist. Yeah. No, he told me this week, he was like, this guy really, really, he really helps me and it's and I have bad back problems. Yes. And he really helps me, but it's through like thinking about it. <laughs> but does help. But this week he was I was like, I'm sad about the election. He was like, Yeah, it's in your left back. <laughs> and I was like, I know it is and he was like, Yeah, I mean the thing is you just can't trust the news because a couple years ago I thought that the Fukushima nuclear meltdown was 
in my food and I bought a Geiger counter. <laughs> and I was like, honestly, I don't care. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I'm fine with, like, Actually, whatever's going on you for you. You had me at, you can't trust the news. Yeah. I mean, no, but no, what I mean is I don't care about his, pra- like, that sounds good to me. Like, if that's what he needs to do to be able to kind of redirect his energy at my rib cage, sure, then yeah, I'm yeah. fucking fine with it. Yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah. Um, and it's Thanksgiving this week. Yep. Back to that. <laughs> what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, by the way, we're married to each other. <laughs> um, I am going to cook a uh, tofurkey. Yes. Because it's my... Whoa. Ooh. <laughs> Divisive. Very into tofurkey right here. You are going to cook Turtle tofurkey. Island. Have you guys ever seen a tofurkey? Clap if you have physically seen one with your eyes. <laughs> Actually, it's L.A., so like a shit ton yeah, of people yeah, yeah. have seen uh, a tofurkey. Yeah, yeah. What is the most surprising part about tofurkey to me, uh, tofurkey only for the last four years new guy, yeah, yeah. is that it's just a big ball. It's a big ball. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that they would smash it into the shape like of a Like a leg fake. shape, yeah. Like just put it in a jello mold. Uh-huh. Well, there are companies that do that. That's but way to those, sadder to To me. those companies, I'm like, uh, this is why I got out of this. Yeah. I don't want... And actually, that's so much creepier than, too, a mat, because a ball, a big ball, you're like, yeah, this makes sense if this is the same substance all the way through, but if it's fake turkey shape, and then you cut into the leg and there's just nothing in there. <laughs> that's disgusting. <laughs> So gross. Yeah, I don't like it too much. <laughs> but I do like tofurkey. It's you're very yeah, good. It's at... not bad. No, it's not bad. It's not no, bad. dude. How <laughs> <laughs> my voice went? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. And you know what else? Should we tell them a special surprise? Sure, let's tell them the a special surprise. Audience. Mm-hmm. My parents are here at the show even tonight. <laughs> yeah, because they're here in town. And they're gonna. What were you doing? Because they're here in town for Thanksgiving. For thanks. For Thanksgiving. For Thanksgiving. Oh, I fell on my boot. <laughs> oh my god, do you know what I remembered? What? We get to see this year? I mean, not this year. We see it every year. I forgot that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is coming up, which is my favorite. I love it right. so much. I love it because I love all parades. Yes. <laughs> and additionally, I love it because they always promote things that you don't know. That I don't know? No, nobody knows them. They oh, promote unfamous there. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like As unfamous. They are famous. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfamous singers. Like they, they'll be like, it's like the whole float is like a gingerbread house. With the gingerbread men and realistic smoke, and then uh-huh. they go like, and making their Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade debut, this guy! And then the whole, and then he goes and like. And they have gloves on. They have gloves on, and then they, and then they lip sync along. And then they're like. Forget their lip syncing and they know, have to. I you know. should keep the microphone by, but it like, is so fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's my favorite. Also, the other thing 
is like, if they weren't lip syncing, where is the sound coming from? <laughs> like, it's coming from inside the float. Yeah. No, I mean, I guess that would make sense, but there's no visible speakers, so they kind of blow up their spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, no, no. Anyway, yeah. So Every float should be that car from Fury Road with the guy like... <laughs> <laughs> that I would watch! <laughs> Fun. <laughs> yep, and great for the podcast version of this yeah. show. <laughs> you know, you know, there's always, you know, always children around it too that are going like. <laughs> I love it. I think it's the best. Yeah, I know. Want to see all Actually, you know works. what else is? That's one of my favorite parts about the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Then the, my other favorite part is when they have an entire cast of a musical there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes for songs and musicals, there has to be like a two-sentence line of exposition. Mm-hmm. And I like when they're in the middle of the street at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and they have to pretend that the exposition still makes sense. Uh-huh. Where they're like, well... I'm not married. And does anyone know how to get me married? <laughs> and like, it's the best. <laughs> My family has lived in these parts for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> it's really great. It's great. I love, the, I love. You love parades so I much. I do love parades. I mean, really, to me, it's just like an artsier, slower NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> Coming around wow, the corner. No, that actually makes so much sense. Yeah, a, a lot of censorship. Yes, and you could die. <laughs> yeah, you could. And you're really just driving in a loop for a yeah. long, long time, and it's televised. Oh my god, that's right. <sighs> that's really real. <laughs> There's a really amazing parade in the town next to where I grew up mm-hmm. in Illinois, and you've been to this parade. I you've been. been to the. Hinsdale 4th of July Parade. It's too. amazing. Uh, some of the reasons that are, it's amazing. <laughs> the Indiana Jones fan club yes. marches in it. <laughs> and the interesting thing about the Indiana Jones fan club is the diversity of the ages, the people that are involved, and also that there's just one Indiana Jones. <laughs> Which means, like, because they all, they all dress up in different outfits to be different characters from the Nina Jones movies, mm-hmm. but like some 45-year-old soccer dad is like, I'm actually Andy. <laughs> <laughs> like other people are just like, I'm a date salesman. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> I push the boulder. <laughs> Uncredited. <laughs> Plus P-Flag marches in it. P flag marches in it, mm-hmm. which my family <laughs> salutes. <laughs> Always salute the P flag. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, how are we going to get off stage? Don't know. <laughs> Rhea, the parade bit was great. <laughs> I know, and then I was a lot of good work. Drew it to a. It's all right. We had to go back into Indiana Jones. I understand. <laughs> no, the Indiana I, Jones stuff was no, funny. It was the P flag stuff. Because I was like being genuine, and then yeah, everybody yeah. was like, more jokes, less genuine. More Indiana like, Jones. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Remember the thing she said about the boulder? That was funny. Just end on that in your minds. Rhea, do the thing again. <laughs> I push the boulder. See? See how funny that is? 
Uncredited. Reggie, how about that? That would be me. Jacques. What? Is this actually from Indiana Jones? Yes. I hate those movies. It's from Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't like those movies at he all. drives the plane. We watched all those movies on your 30th birthday. Yeah, yeah. And that was only because I love you because those movies can, they're terrible. <laughs> I don't know how we make it through a day. <laughs> One and three are great. I don't like Temple of Doom. Shut up! What do you like about those movies? It's all like about a kind of... He's so crabby. Have you met me? I am so crabby. You are so crabby. Yeah! You like Indiana Jones because you can relate to Indiana Jones? Yeah! That's why you like that movie? Yeah! Because he's like, I'm crabby. I, I'm crabby and I'm getting this chalice. Yes! That actually makes a lot Haven't of sense. Haven't you ever seen me in a room just... Plus, I like boots. This is a very insulting thing to say to another lesbian that you think she that you're kind of undercutting the idea that you're kind of presenting to the audience I understand that I don't like, boots. like boots. I get it. And that's but very offensive. It's a different kind of boot. <laughs> well, you guys, that's Rhea Butcher. And that's Cameron Esposito. Oh, boy. Well, if you liked those Indiana Jones boulder jokes... <laughs> You, <laughs> you may or may not like the rest of the show because there's probably no through line. <laughs> Zero. I just mean with the rest of the show, there's like we don't book solely on who has the most bolder jokes. <laughs> um, you guys, are you ready for the rest of your show? I knew you would be. Uh, do you want to introduce the first comic? Do you want to take? You the... do it. Oh, she never does it. I never do. Just one time, you know. Stand on the front of a truck and play your guitar for all the people. <laughs> you know, why is his head so long? What? <laughs> long? Doesn't it have kind of a long? In what way? Which direction? Backwards? This way. Look, watch what my hand is doing. This. This way. <laughs> this next comic is... You guys, what are our uh, returning to we love her on the show. I'm so happy to have her back. Let's hear it right now. And you can even start clapping. Start, start Just right get now. that energy right up. Let's hear it right now for Allison Levy, you guys. Give it up for her. doing? Are we excited for Thanksgiving? Who cares? Uh, my mother asked me what I was going to make this year for Thanksgiving and I was just like, I don't know, a scene? I just... <laughs> I don't make things. Uh, this is actually already a much better show than I did recently. I was at a show in a bookstore and they had a table with wine and I walked in and there was um, a tray on the table that had a bunch of business cards on it. But, like, in my mind, they were crackers. <laughs> and at the beginning of the show, in front of the entire audience, I went up and just put one in my mouth. <laughs> and then I, like, took it out of my mouth and, like, crumbled it up and, like, put it in my purse. So, like, the people that own that bookstore are like, she hates books. <laughs> I should have just eaten it to, like, establish dominance over the rest of the room. No one talks to the girl who eats business cards. <laughs> 
Oh, this is great. I'm new to L.A., so that was like a really good introduction, I think, for me. Um, no, I'm new to L.A., which is exciting. Uh, I'm trying to get used to living here. Uh, driving is new for me. I'm from New York. Uh, so, ooh, I know. <laughs> it's scary. I haven't killed anybody yet. Um, no, but the hardest part of driving for me so far has been um, just like remembering to button my jeans when I get out of the car. <laughs> time. I got like halfway through a Gelson's just like basically showing everybody my underwear. I was like, I'm sorry, they're tight. It's my private space. Um, now, I've been trying to lose weight since I moved here. Um, so I got a trainer. Uh, or I feel, well, I feel like you guys like gave me a trainer, you know? <laughs> I feel like I got off the plane at LAX and everybody was just like, fix it! <laughs> I am trying. Um, no, I, I got a trainer, and uh, the first time we met, he was like, well, what's your ideal body type? I was like, I don't know, wisp of dead seagrass? Like, what's the answer? I don't want to set off an automatic door. That's what I want. I feel like every woman's just like, I want to be a ghost. I want to be a ghost. Um, that's why I want to go to space one day, so I'll feel what it's like to not give a shit about my weight. Um, It'll be less up there, science. Um, right? I don't even know if that's true. Um, <laughs> might be. Who knows? Uh, no, but I was talking to this trainer, and we were working together, and he said to me at one point during our first session, um, you know, you have the body of a former athlete. <laughs> I was like, cool, you have the face of my former trainer. That's so weird. <laughs> It's so weird. Do you guys go to the gym? Are we a gym crowd? You all look thin. Um, you're welcome. Uh, no, my favorite machine at the gym is the mirror. You guys use this one? I, I like work up such a sweat standing in front of it going, why are you like this? Like, you know, 100 reps a day. Uh, gotta get them in. Gotta get them in. Now, LA's a weird town. I've just like heard a lot of weird things here. Like I heard two girls the other day at this coffee shop talking. And one girl said to the other, hey, do you have any snacks? Her friend then replied, I have Tic Tacs. And then the first girl goes, perfect. Like, that's the bar for food for women in this city. Just like, the bar is so low, you could like barely slide a pink fairy receipt under it anymore, you know? It's, it's so bad. Let's talk about the election, because my therapist is getting bored. Um, so I'll bring it here. How did this happen? Um, I just like, I think we all learned a lot in the last couple weeks, uh, and mostly that that's, uh, that racist YouTube comments count as votes. Who knew? <laughs> Fuck, our president is the beginning of a contouring video. What? <laughs> Why? We like asked the country, like, who should lead? And everyone was like, a racist melting Neapolitan ice cream box. <sighs> God, so scary. His I, he uses exclamation points in every tweet. But I only think that's because he's that grossed out by periods, you know? <laughs> Just want to say that before I go into whatever work camp mouthy women go to. Um, 
know. I... Sorry, I'm like, these are new jeans. I'm like trying to get used to them. I'm sorry. Like, I just like, the older I get, the higher they're getting. Um, I bought a pair the other day that are like basically off the shoulder. Um, I never know, like... I just, like, take all my cues from magazines. Like, I keep buying Glamour every month. Like, this is the month I figure out jeans. Like, it's <laughs> never going to happen. But, like, men's and women's magazines, to me, are, like, the most interesting way to, like, see how different we're all treated. Like, I saw a men's and a women's magazine at a newsstand recently, and the headlines on the men's magazine were so positive. They were like, get the abs you deserve. <laughs> You know, like become a grill master. (laughs) (laughs) And then the headline on the women's magazine sitting right next to it just said, you're washing your face wrong. They're so mean to us. Magazines are so mean to us. We have to stop. Like, the premise of every women's magazine is just like, be thin and please him. Like, that's it. That's the whole thing. Like, be a walking stick that gives blowjobs. End of story. (laughs) But, like, it's so... I was reading one the other day. It had a list of healthy snacks as an article. And one of the items on the list was a glass of water. (laughs) They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you hungry? Maybe a deep breath? Also, flip to the fashion section. Next year, we're not carrying purses. Just keep everything in your collarbone. Ah, we're all so thin. (laughs) It's so dumb. You guys have been so fun. I've been Alice Lighty. Thank you so much. Holy shit, Alice Lighty, you guys. Maybe that's like our country's new workout regime is that our president is just going to keep us all on our toes for four years. I don't know. I don't have any jokes yet, so. <laughs> just like, hey, you know what? That's what the end of the year is for, just processing. It's Los Angeles. I'm just going to get some crystals. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I went into a crystal store and I was like, 10 bucks? That's a deal. <laughs> you know what? I feel better just thinking about it. <laughs> you guys want to keep this show going? We have so many amazing comments. This next comic, we love to have her on on the show, and she is a personal favorite of mine and Cameron's, because you might know her from a little television show called Take My Wife, uh, where she she plays uh, Frances. Please welcome Laura Keitlinger. How about a hand? Put your hands together for Rhea and Cameron. Oh man, Um, I took an Uber here, and I, you know, the forced conversations in an Uber kind of make me uh, long for, just I don't know for for the days when I could uh, get a ride home from a stranger. in a bar. It's like every, fu- every ride is a bad date. So, are you vegan? You ever check out the uh, uh, vegan buffet at the uh, Buddhist temple? On it? No, I'm not a vegan. Oh, yeah, well, you should sometimes. It's, it's good. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm thinking about going to the art walk. You ever go to the... Uh, excuse me. Um, I'm going to have to go to the ladies' room. Uh, 
Oh, wait a minute. I'm in a car. Uh, can, can you just look back at the road? I'm going to crawl out the window. You know, for every new gadget that is designed to make your life easy, there is a guy who buys it and uses it to get off and then returns it. (laughs) And that's why you can't touch anything at Brookstones. (laughs) Or Urban Outfitters. Whenever I've gone to Urban Outfitters, I immediately forget that I didn't go in there for anything. Did I want ankle socks and a cutting board? Wait a minute. I was wasting time, right? Jesus. I've decided to throw happiness to the wind and spend Christmas with my mother. Uh, um, she's been asking me since October what I would like to eat when I get there to North Carolina. And I'm really, t- I'm really tempted to say, well, you know, I'm on this, I'm on the, you know, the 10,000 BC diet. I can't eat anything I- except uh, raw flesh in a skull. Um, <laughs> human flesh is what I was going to say. Anyway, uh, all flesh. Anyway, um, but my, I actually, I look, I sort of look forward to going home and seeing her, and you know, um, watching Fox News until we pull out her our guns on each other. Um, Although I don't live there anymore, so my gun is the guest gun. Um, uh, God almighty. It'll be nice to catch up on procedurals from the 90s. Um, We, I... Um, I don't think uh, procedurals, especially, you know, the police procedurals have, cha- have changed at all in 100 years. Like, here's what bugs me. The neighbor of the murderer is always the dumbest person in the neighborhood, and they always say the same thing. Well, uh, you know, a cop, you know, pulls up, shows the neighbor a photo of their neighbor, uh, and says, uh, do you know this person? And then the neighbor always says, Why? Is he in some kind of trouble? <laughs> no, we pulled his uh, ticket at the policeman's gala. He uh, won a, a... He actually... <laughs> he, won a, he won a scalp massager. Uh, or a ball tickler. No, it's a scalp massager. Uh, just want to make sure he gets it. Have you seen him do anything suspicious? Well, a couple days ago, I helped him load a dead body into the trunk, but... I didn't think nothing of it. <laughs> and then the double negative, I didn't think nothing of it. I just like, God damn it. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I, um, oh, I guess I'll talk about sex for a second. I uh, made the mistake of um, going home with this guy. And, you know, it's funny because it was one of those things where well, first of all, I like to drink, and I drank with. First, I had a drink with this guy, and I thought, this, this, "He's not my type." And, and you know, by the end of it, we were soulmates, and went back to my place. <laughs> like, if there's anything where you could see back, just to look, maybe not not back in, in time, but just back two hours before you were drunk, if that would be ha- 
helpful. Can I see that tape back when I sat down and said I was just going to have a beer and I don't like this guy? Okay. Because uh, now we're, we can't live without each other. Anyway. So we wound up going back to my place to, you know, get it over with. Uh, ow! And um, anyway... I made the mistake of looking down during sex and I noticed the top of his bald head at my breast and I thought, God, this is what it must be like to breastfeed for way too long. There's no milk. We both know it. I don't know how I'm going to get him to sleep so I can sneak out. Maybe I can just put him in a basket, take him to the fire department. I don't know. After all, he's not a baby. He's older than me. Uh, I, oh, fuck me. Now I've got to, I have to just look at this. <laughs> you know what's going to be great about this? I will have done everything I was going to do. I've done this. <laughs> this is going to be so obvious now. Um, <laughs> you know what I just thought of after looking at this? after all this time uh, I went to a new I have a new psychiatrist because my old one w uh, went up in price so I had to just like cheap out on my mental health and, yeah who cares it's only you know functioning and whatever and what I actually hate about it too is now I've got to tell this new guy all the shit that I've already told the old person and I feel like god you know I just feel angry that I'm going through all of the shit again with someone new and, you know, they always have to say the same thing. And this guy asked me if I ever had suicidal thoughts. I said, well, not for myself, no. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you kindly. So, yeah, I got a light. I just got, I, I got a light, so I think I'm... Didn't I not, didn't I get a light? Or is it just somebody looking at shit on their phone? Cameron, don't make me stay here any longer. I don't want to, I don't. That's my friend Lord Kleinlinger. I was, I think, I mean, we're really good at whatever we just did there. That was great. I know, that was, that was really unplanned. Uh, no, that's, hey, you were awesome. Uh, let's hear it for Laura one more time. I feel like I just stormed the stage <laughs> inadvertently. Well, shit. Laura's so funny. I love her stuff. How are you doing? Yeah? What did you do today? What, what, do, you, what, what, do, you, what are you studying? What kind of school? You're studying art history? Well, the good news is... <laughs> no, the good news is you, you know, you already live in LA. The hub of art history. Um, uh, like at, are you in college? Are you in grad school? You're in college? You're not, you're a junior in college. And you're getting a, a degree in art history yeah. and then 
What do you think? After that? I mean, number one, it doesn't, it's kind of all useless. Unless you're like, accounting! Then it's kind of all the same thing. Yeah, what do you want to continue to study? Same thing? Art, art <laughs> do you want to teach that? Uh, I was thinking about working in museums. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're doing the right thing. <laughs> if there's anything I know, it's that music, people in museums, they know so much about art. <laughs> Specifically art museums. <laughs> you go to like a natural history museum, like more about... Uh, natural history. <laughs> I was going to say mastodons. <laughs> That's why I did this with my arms. <laughs> well, I think you, no, you know what you're doing. You're great. Yeah. Is your slab studying art history? Like, I don't have a future for that. But you have it all mapped out. You're doing fine. Someone over here got stressed out, but she's okay. Oh, jeez. Who said, oh, jeez? Oh, jeez. Who was that? First of all, clap for this person, and now I want to... That. Claim it, claim it, claim it. Who said oh geez? Anybody? Somebody? This guy? I thought so. <laughs> yeah. What is up? What's up with you? How was your day? Fine. Yeah? What did you do today? Uh, went to work. What do you do for a little bit? Um, I am a salesperson. You're a salesperson? Yeah. What do you sell? In-home, like, green energy renewables. In-home green energy renewables? Yeah. I mean, number one, thank you for doing that. Number two, shit is about to get fucking grim. <laughs> Sorry, dude, you got on the wrong horse. How do you feel about oil? <laughs> How long have you been doing that? Uh, four years. Yeah. Is it... Do, a lot of people in LA buy that. You'd be surprised, yeah. Most homeowners. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. I said it. <laughs> I was the one who said, I think yes. <laughs> they don't? Yeah. They fucking don't? Here in LA of all places? <laughs> you mean people aren't putting solar panels on their outdoor teepees? <laughs> Rhea, what? What? Oh, Interrupt yep. Show, Next person. I know what to do. Thank you. <laughs> we just communicated, and I know what's happening next, which is that the comic, it's, I'll tell you guys later, but it's great. Um, well, anyway, did you, just to finish this, this, to kind of tie this together, and number one, zero shame either way, did you go to college? And how did one end up in, how did you end up in selling green energy? Well, you didn't need any experience in it. There it is. Because what? It was never around. 2008. Oh my God. That's so funny. You're right. College degree in that? Kind of fucking useless. This is all new shit. Yeah. It's like having a college degree in the robots in Westworld. You have to build them first. <laughs> Let's hear for that dude. He's cool.
That's actually really interesting that that's why you went into that. I love that. That's fucking, uh, that's a really interesting and good answer. Are you guys watching Westworld? I think it's very spooky. But I'm watching it anyway. Did you know that the original movie is like sort of a prequel to Jurassic Park? How many people here knew that? Clap. Oh, shit, LA. Sorry to break news to you about the industry. What are you doing? Why don't you know this? Now that you know that, doesn't it make this show even more interesting? Because it's all Michael Crichton's ideas, like the original movies is his idea, and then this is, and then Jurassic Park is his idea. So he was like, so, and the movie flopped. Like the movie was not, it didn't do very well. And then he was like, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Let me pitch you something else. A dinosaurs. <laughs> We're all like, yeah! Mm. Oh, cute. You have Rhea's hat on your knee. Shh, hold it up. Look, that's Rhea's hat. Like, not, not, it wasn't like stolen from her house, but that's a original, that's Rhea Butcher merchandise. And you have it on your knee, and that's very wonderful, and thank you for having that. Uh, you wear it all the time, I'm assuming. Constantly wear it. Just took it off to be respectful. Like one would in church where you are. That's amazing. What did you do today? Uh, we flew here for the show. You flew here for the show? From where? From Oakland, California. From Oakland, California? Yeah. Number one, sort of a short flight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come back to me when you came here from Portsmouth, New Hampshire. No, um, thank you so much. That's awesome. That's awesome. Are you guys just staying in town for tonight and then going back? Yep, it's our anniversary. It's your anniversary? Yes! Like, anniversary of what? Anniversary of what? Uh, we've been together now for eight years, married for three. And this is your wedding anniversary? Uh, meeting anniversary. Your meeting anniversary. Well, you guys, thank you so much for spending that with us. And congratulations on your seemingly awesome relationship where you jet off to stand-up shows. You guys are cool and clearly stable financially. <laughs> oh, Cameron's going to pass out some buttons, you guys. Uh, we, got, we got a new like uh, little, little logo design uh, by our friend Sarah Armstrong, who's here, so give it up for Sarah Armstrong. Which is called a name brand company. A name she does brand all of our design stuff. She also did all the design for Take My Wife, which I was just informed was on the side of a bus. Did somebody else see the bus? It's on a bus! And people have seen us on a bus! Apparently I'm sitting on you on a bus. Yeah, yeah. We're on a bus. Sweet! This is gonna go out to a pot Oh shit, because it's only gonna be in LA. What? Aww. I was gonna be like. We'll use, the power of the, we'll use the power of the podcast to signal boost, and then people will take a picture of that bus if they see it. But sure, then yeah. I realize it's only, only here within L.A., unless that bus is road trip around the country. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them full country buses. But if you take a picture of that, I want to see that, please. Thank you so much. <laughs> Tweet it at us. <laughs> yeah. If anybody here sees a bus uh, anywhere with our faces on it, please take a picture. Print it out. <laughs> Maybe put it on a shirt or a mug, and then bring it here. I'm so bad at, I'm not even doing crowd work, but I don't, I'm so bad at it. Now there's two microphones out here. 
I feel like somebody on a float that was like, was I supposed to pass one of these out? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thanksgiving Day parades. Okay, you guys, we have two comics left. Are you excited? I'm very excited. This next comic is a friend of the show and a friend of mine. You may have seen him on Conan. Please give a warm welcome to Caleb Sinan. What if it was just that song for the whole thing? Man, I can't, that's as long as I can bob my head. Oh, man, huh? Really bad at crowd work. I just wait for the... Uh, so I live here in L.A., and it's weird, the, the whole Trump thing, because uh, I don't know anyone who did it. <laughs> but it, someone did. <laughs> People are just lying. Like, clearly, <laughs> uh, it's a popular thing that people aren't admitting to. <laughs> Feels like cocaine's president to me. I'm like... <laughs> just looking around like, who did all this? <laughs> I'll ask people, did you vote for Trump? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm amazed at, uh, that any women did. Uh, it turns out it was like a bunch of them. Uh, and all my friends are like, oh, I can't believe a woman. W-. And I'm like, well, women can sell their soul to the devil, too. Uh, you can be evil in 2016, no matter what your gender. <laughs> The devil still take... uh, There's no wage gap with Satan. He'll still take it. Satan is so liberal. (laughs) My parents warned me. (laughs) Oh, liberals are the... No, the devil is uh, very good with uh, quality. He employed women immediately. Uh, The first woman... got the first job from Satan. Uh, So I grew up in a really small town, very, very small, 2,000 people. Um, My neighborhood had one stoplight in it, and they added a new stoplight this year, which my dad thought was government overreach. (laughs) These damn liberals telling me when to go. And it's a really redneck town. Uh, Growing up, I knew two different guys that went by goat. (laughs) Just embarrassing to... My dad's telling me a story. Hey, so I was talking to goat, and I gotta be like, umpire goat? And he's like, yeah, yeah, umpire goat. (laughs) (laughs) And I like it, though. Uh, You know, I I think it made me like a nice person. Some people think that's southern hospitality, but uh, it's really just that I grew up in the south, and I treat everybody like they have a gun. I'm always like, let's just... mm, mm." My girlfriend's not like that. uh, I'll tell her a story. She'll be like, did you tell him to fuck off? I'm like, no, I did not. Sure he had a hard day? It's just... People have those. (laughs) I was raised really, really strict in the South. Very uh, conservative. A lot of rules. No Pokemon. Uh, no Harry Potter, 
No Captain Planet, because he was a Democrat. Uh, saving a tree. What the hell? Um, no Santa. A lot of Christian families don't do Santa because he competes with Jesus somehow. I still don't get it, but he did. Uh, and my parents didn't do baby talk. They, start, they talked to us like adults from day one. Real conservative. I just, looking at a six-month-old baby and going, You're very cute. Good night. <laughs> you mean everything to me. <laughs> I've got your nose. <laughs> I'm going to eat you. I'm going to eat you up. Oh, and they, uh, very, very, like, I remember when they tried to explain, the first time I ever questioned religion, I was seven years old, and my parents were trying to explain to me how it works. They're like, look, you can only go to heaven through Jesus. And I was like, all right, did Jews go to heaven? They're like, hey, you know, what are you? <laughs> I was like, hey, you know. <laughs> Do they go to heaven? They're like, if they believe in Jesus. <laughs> And I'm like, do they? And they're like, hey, what are you going to do? You gotta... I'm like, can you just tell me I'm seven and scared? And they're like, no, son, uh, they, they don't. And I was like, well, back before Jesus, did they go to heaven? And they're like, oh, yeah, back then. Yeah, back before Jesus, they went to heaven, then Jesus now. I'm like, so they used to go to heaven and now they don't? They're like, mm-hmm. I was like, well, that's mean. <laughs> was it all, what was the last day? Was it all at once? <laughs> Seems like a real big game change. Was it like a Jewish guy on his way up, like, oh, right. and they're like, oh, sorry, have you heard the bad news? We sent out an email. You got to check your junk. Check your junk folder. And uh, they don't drink. No one drinks because uh, uh, the I don't know why they don't drink. Uh, Jesus turned water into wine at a wedding one time. And I'll tell them that. And they go, no, it doesn't mean drinking's okay. It means back then the water wasn't safe to drink. I'm like, well, no, he didn't turn it into drinkable water. So even Jesus was like, dry wedding suck. Come on. I flew here. And they don't curse. They think if you curse, you go to hell, which, uh, but they love to get close. They love to be like, shut the front door. They get all excited because they trick God. Like, really? That's all you had to do? You think God's up in heaven? Like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, oh, okay. In the end, you went front door. I was like, oh. I created everything, and I know everything, but Riddle's like, oh, God. <laughs> And they also, oh, there's one more thing. Either talk about sex or don't. Don't try and talk about sex in a Christian way. It's the creepiest thing in the world. They'll say stuff like, oh, God must have spent a little more time on you. <sighs> if there's a God, I really hope that's not what he's like. Is up in heaven like, oh. It's going to be a long weekend for old God. I'm making tight pussies today. It's going to be, it's going to take, 
Sometimes I'll make a shitty one and be like, get down there. <laughs> That's it for me. Thank you. love the shut the front door thing. I love that so much. But I used to have this day job that I really hated a lot um, because I got stuck in like a bottom rung thing and then all the younger people, I was just like an old crone and I was like 28 because <laughs> they only hired like really young people and one time I was in the bathroom and that's where all the young people would go to talk. <laughs> Stop it young people. <laughs> go to the hall. That's what the hall is for. And I was in the bathroom and they were having this conversation and one of the gals who like gave me the hardest times and was so dumb, so ditzy, she goes, uh, you cannot be serious. Shut the fucking front door. <laughs> and I blasted out of the bathroom, <laughs> pulling my pants up, that's not how it works! Go in the hall! <laughs> so that's what I think about whenever I hear shut the front door and I just go, that dumb idiot. <laughs> All right, you guys, our final comic is about to come out. Are you excited? Yes! He is one of our favorite comics that he wrote uh, on the show, the series Trump versus Bernie. You guys, give a warm welcome to John Roy! Great! What is up? Ah, uh, yeah, you can yeah, go ahead and turn it off. I'm going to talk now. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but there is a brand new Red Hot Chili Peppers song out. So you may not want to listen to K-Rock for the next six years. <laughs> you ever been thinking that your neighborhood's basically pretty safe, but then you're watching a show about murder and you're like, hey, that's my Ralph's. <laughs> that happened to me watching a show called Bosch uh, on Amazon. To let you know what my neighborhood is, I live near here. I live, I don't really know where I live in terms of, like we're in the weird Venn diagram between Thai Town and Little Armenia. Uh, I asked somebody where we live, and they actually said, oh, you live in Los Feliz adjacent. <laughs> and I was like, what a horrible name that is. How low self-esteem is that name? That's like if your name was I Know Dan. That's how bad that is. <laughs> but that's where I live, on Normandy and Hollywood, and we are on Bosch all the time, and that is not a good place to see your neighborhood often. Because Bosch is a show on Amazon Prime about a grizzled L.A. homicide detective who solves horrible murders, and he's depressed because his mother is murdered in the pilot a block from my apartment. <laughs> and Bosch is a show that only, it's a murder show, so they just try to show you the worst parts of L.A. Every shot of Bosch is just like broken bottles and dead bodies and police tape. And it's bullshit, because that's not the only things in my neighborhood. We have million-dollar houses on Franklin Avenue. We have $15 hipster cocktails at Harvard and Stone. But you won't see that shit on Bosch. <laughs> the same way that Snoop Dogg doesn't let you know that Long Beach also has a yard house and a dueling piano bar. <laughs> if you want to see million-dollar homes and $15 cocktails, you can't watch Amazon Prime. You have to turn that off and go over to Netflix and watch a show called Love. Because love is only the good parts of L.A. It's just amazing apartments that they couldn't possibly afford. And beautiful hipster brunch menus. And it's fucking bullshit because Bosch takes place on the same block as love. 
The bar where Paul Russ takes Gillian Jacobs on their cute little date is literally one building over from the motel where they murder Bosch's mom. <laughs> and I am sick of watching shows in LA that only show you the parts of the city that fit their narrative, right? They only show you, like, if it's, a lo- if it's love, it's just gonna be all the happy fun. And if it's crime, it's only crime. And that's not the way LA works. Every cool thing in LA is next to something scary. <laughs> like we're literally right now on my favorite block in the whole city. This block has La Poupelle, there's the magazine stand, and there's the, there's the, the coffee place. And it's, it's amazing, it's like a little bit of Paris that they put into our city. And it's across the street from the scary Scooby-Doo castle of the Scientology cult. <laughs> and that's how our whole city is. And I just wish these TV shows would be honest and show you what the city's really like. I just, all I'm asking is for just once for Netflix to acknowledge how much danger Paul Russ's life is in. (laughs) And I just want Amazon to move the camera over one inch so you can see that the crime scene Bosch is investigating is right outside Umami Burger. (laughs) I am afraid that I am not afraid enough of aliens? It doesn't make sense now, but it will. Just let me get the premise going. Uh, I, I am not afraid of aliens. We'll start there. I don't even think about aliens. I'm not sure if there are aliens. I don't, I don't care about them. And I thought that was a pretty smart way to be until I read a thing on the internet that Stephen Hawking is terrified of aliens. And he is our smartest person. He is smarter than Neil deGrasse Tyson. He is smarter than Dr. Drew Pinsky. And he is smarter than Bill Nye, who is a science guy. (laughs) And Stephen Hawking is the guy that I turn to when I'm afraid of some shit and I want some science to kind of calm me down. I'll be like, oh my God, is the sun really going to explode and take the inner planets with it? And Stephen Hawking, you read him, he's like, well, yes, but that's in billions of years, so you still need to get car insurance. I'm like, no, I I don't know why I thought I could get out of that. Stephen Hawking thinks we should stop looking for aliens, stop sending signals out, stop, just stop. Because if the aliens hear us and can get here, that means they have more technology than than we have. And whenever a group of people with lots of technology has met a group of people with less technology, it has not gone well for the people with less technology. And as somebody who has played video games against people with better internet connections than I have, I can assure you that is 100% true. (laughs) Now, I'm not sure we should stop looking for them entirely, but one thing I think we maybe could do is stop making movies like Independence Day 2 with titles and log lines like, you messed with the wrong planet. (laughs) What are we doing? (laughs) Has anyone ever bragged harder about a fight they have never been in (laughs) than when we make movies? about how much alien ass we would kick if it ever happened. <laughs> Not only have we never fought aliens, we've never even seen aliens. They wouldn't have to get out of the ship and six million people would shit themselves <laughs> as they reconsidered every belief they were ever brought up with. We have spent literally billions of dollars making movies about how much alien ass we would kick and zero dollars on what to do if they ever actually showed up. <laughs> So we gotta stop making these movies. It's, first of all, it's irresponsible. We're endangering Will Smith's life. 
when they land, they're going to kill him. They're not going to take chances. He's beaten too many groups of them for them to chance it. So we got to stop using Will Smith because he's in danger. And also, when we make these movies, can we stop showing him what to blow up? Like if you were an alien and all you knew about our planet was the first half hour of Independence Day 1, you would still have a really good invasion plan. They're like, well, blow up that big white house. They hate that shit. Stop showing them the stuff that actually would affect us. We need, to, we need to throw them off. The next Alien movie, I want a scene. Everyone's panicking. The mothership descends. The weapon is coming out. They're aiming it. And the guy's like, no! Not Guy Fieri, New York! <laughs> and that'll do it for me. I'm John Roy Comic on Twitter and Instagram. years and I hope that you don't mind that I'm saying John is recently engaged which is so awesome Woo! let's hear it for John no, no, for so many years we were talking about it backstage yeah. it's fucking fun you know what else I also um, think if aliens saw us now they'd be like eh, I think they got it <laughs> just because we're made bad choices anyway never mind <laughs> like hey, you know what I think we should do at the end of the show a bring joke up, just bring up Trump <laughs> just bring up Trump a bunch <laughs> sorry no, it's okay. <laughs> do you want to? No. What do you want to do? Whatever you wanted to do. No, I just wanted to say. Do you know what I was literally going to say? This is how we process grief differently. <laughs> I was going to be like, you guys, whatever family means to you, <laughs> I hope that you are going to have a chance to be with that this week. Mm-hmm. It could be a TV show that you really love. It could be uh, your friends that are pals of yours. A parade that you really it like. It could be a parade that you like. It could be a sweetie of yours. It could be the movie Dune. It could be the movie Dune. It could be the novel Dune. <laughs> it could be this color. Whatever it is. I don't know uh, why my phone looks like that. So. I just, I feel like we need a little... I feel like we need a little break. I feel like we need a little uh, coming together, and I hope that you are able to do that in whatever way uh, feels right for you. That's my Thanksgiving wish. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my point is we're kind of different people. Yeah, yeah, we're different. That's cool. I agree with you. Uh, Rhea, do you have a Thanksgiving wish for the audience? Nope, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys, if you follow me on Twitter, you know what I think. Yeah. Uh, let's hear all the comics you guys saw tonight. Everybody was so funny! We will be back next week. Uh, but not the week after. You know why? Why? Because we're fucking going on our honeymoon one year later. <laughs> Honeymoon's giving! Honeymoon City! Okay, guys, that's Rio. That's Cameron. Have a great night. Bye-bye! <laughs>
Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, Yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. (laughs) Jesus. I mean, (laughs) Jazos. Ruler of the Eighth Circle. And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.